0: Neves Solicitors are proud to sponsor The Parent Show. The friendly team at Neves includes specialists who can guide you through all the legal ups and downs of family life. Visit nevesolicitors.co.uk. Neves Solicitors, your complete legal solution. Hello and welcome to the Parents Show on Radio Verlum 92.6 FM. I'm Lydia L. and tonight we're talking all about confidence and resilience. So I don't think there's a parent out there that doesn't want their child to be confident, have great self-esteem and just to be, you know, at ease in their own skin and... I suppose the thing we worry about as parents is, is the world more complicated than it was when we were growing up? Do we understand the world our children's growing up in and do we need to learn to support our children better when it comes to issues like self-esteem and confidence? So first up we're going to be speaking to Tara Hawes and she's a local mum and she's raising two girls, one in primary and one in secondary and we want to talk to her about how she perceives the issues of confidence and self-esteem today. And then we'll be speaking to Caroline Walker and Caroline is the founder of Confident Teens and she'll be telling us about um, how she helps teens grow in confidence and improve their self-esteem. Then we're going to talk to Lucy Atherton and she's from an organization called Standing Tall. Now they use a unique combination of stage skills, psychology, music and personal interaction to encourage self-development self-deve- in a fun way and they do that with children and teens. And then back onto the primary school end of things, we're going to be speaking to Kelly Al, and she's from an organisation called Relax Kids, and she'll be talking to us again about confidence and self-esteem and how they how they package that within the workshops that they offer so first up i am really delighted to welcome in the studio with us i've got tara hawes tara how are you
1: hi i'm fine thank you it's very
0: nice to have you in the studio
1: thank you it's great to be here
0: so you're a mum of two girls i am yes tell us how old they are
1: um they're 11 and 15
0: so that is that is primary and secondary is that right that's right so you've got double double complication. <laughs>
1: yes at the moment
0: <laughs> and tell us about what tell us about your experience of raising two girls is confidence and a constant worry for you
1: yes well as any parent knows you really want your children to really appreciate how special they are so it's a constant process of gently encouraging them and managing their expectations of themselves um, they can get quite lost and concerned about their presence and their speaking abilities
0: and um, presenting themselves in the right way. And do you find that, I mean, everybody, every child is different? It, it, is that your experience with your two girls? Do, is it totally different rules for each one?
1: Chalk and cheese.
0: Chalk and cheese, Made the two it. of them. <laughs> really? So t- tell us about how, how you've managed such different behaviours.
1: Um, Well, it's just about noticing all the time, really, the changes that they're going through and being alert to their feelings and being able to have some understanding of that for them Um, and just being very, very familiar and available.
0: To them, and how do you how do you do that? Can you give parents any tips of what you do to stay aware of their feelings and keep track on how they're changing?
1: Yes, it's this sort of gentle management process, really, <laughs> of um, not asking too many questions, but asking the right things, just showing an interest. I love that. Not asking to too listen. many. <laughs> That's
0: and be sorry, I beg your being pardon. Being
1: able to listen to them.
0: And that means you've got to create a relationship where they're happy to talk.
1: Absolutely. Yes. And have you
0: managed that with both your girls?
1: Um, it's a challenge, isn't it? Always, um, but it's important to just um, give them time to talk when it's the right time for them as well rather than as a working parent rushing to get them to talk because that time schedule is available.
0: Yeah I'm sure there's so many parents out that they're nodding their heads and, and understand exactly what you're saying and what do you think are the factors that complicate resilience and confidence in your children?
1: Well, I think with my two being a teenage and very close to teenage, um, for them it's particularly peer pressure, um, fitting in, um, doing what their friends are doing, being accepted and understanding, particularly things like being very present. In social media, on social media sites, that's a completely new concept. Um, in my day, that didn't exist. So, um, you know, we're learning too as parents to how we manage that fo- and how what their expectations are going to be of that. And there is a huge pressure all the time that they're there constantly um, being familiar with that and knowing exactly what's happening by the second. Um, other pressures, I think, tend to come from adults and teachers and the expectations of them and then managing at their young age what those expectations are and being able to balance that so that they can be who they are, really, um, and not feel too complicated by what others are pushing or
0: expecting of them. That's, that's fantastic. And, and what you're saying about social media, I was talking to a mom a friend of mine recently and she was saying you know when, when we were at school when you got home that was it the door was shut and the peer pressure stopped and the and all the complications stopped and you could kinda of just relax but now with social media it never ends I mean children are on phones sometimes throughout the night but definitely until they go to bed and and there's a constant possibility for somebody to undermine you obviously to be kind to you as well but I I, you know that's that's the positives but do you find that do you find it's a struggle managing social media
1: oh absolutely um I think that when in our day we had a phone that you could put down um and now there's no there's none of that they are the anticipation is that they're available constantly um, and it's hard it's hard to manage that in the right way because as much as they need the openness that they can develop that which is such an important part of their life you've also got to be quite aware of what's going on for their own safety and it's a tricky one it's a really tricky one how much do you Uh, you know, allow them to be using it and how much do you not allow them to to use it? And I think um, this is why it's so helpful to have some expert advice on these things sometimes.
0: Absolutely. And it doesn't feel like anybody's got it, no parent has got it completely right. I mean, they might manage some parts of it, but that's why, again, why support is is so important, isn't it?
1: Yes, we're learning with them, aren't we? It's as new to us as it is to them. Yes,
0: absolutely. Exactly. And do you think confidence, do you think you're managing to keep your children's confidence up? Do you think it's where you want it to be? Yes. Um, you you try very hard
1: and obviously what you see of them is they're just amazing. So it's very difficult as a parent yeah. to see them feeling very different in that way. Um, I think that it's really great. Um, with Caroline's workshops, my daughter went on one and she felt really bubbly afterwards. She really, really grasped the ideas that Caroline was putting across and the opportunities for sort of self-development and, and it's, it's great to have that help because it is hard to be managing that all the time and, and we all have our um, ways of sort of feeling very unsure of ourselves and, and they're young and they're young young, they're not adults yet they're, everything's new to them, everything's a new experience and we need to guide them so gently and carefully Um, in those areas to just slowly slowly build up their confidence it's not going to happen immediately it takes time and it takes care but it's great to know also that there's experienced people out there that can help you as a parent in those ways too so it's not all up to you and it's not all pressure all the time we have got other
0: other opportunities too that's great and it sounds i mean you sound like a mom who's really thought things through and you've really reflected on what the best thing for your girls is and you're and you're exploring avenues all the time do do you find other parents a source of support as well that you can turn to
1: yes other parents are a great source of support and there's nothing better than speaking to someone and finding that you have exactly the same
0: issues to worry about absolutely (laughs) And do, do do I mean I I'm not at the stage yet where I need to kind of collude against my kids in in terms of social media and stuff like that. But do you find parents do that? Do you kind of give each other the nod, say I'm switching it off at ten o'clock? Or, Are you switching it off at ten o'clock? Do parents do that to kind of in in your group of parents and or not so much?
1: Yes, we do. Oh, of course excellent. We do. Oh, that's yes. really great.
0: Because oh, I, I, I've spoken with so many par- very few parents I know do it that kind of collude to. That's wonderful. And does it work?
1: Um, yes, and it certainly helps with your guidelines.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. Yes. Awesome. Oh, that's, that's fantastic. So, um, Thank you very much, Tara. And you mentioned there Caroline's workshop. So let's bring Caroline in at this point. Caroline is the founder of Confident Teens and um, we're delighted to have you with us, Caroline. How are you? I'm great, Lydia. How are you? Thank you very much for joining us. Now, the workshop that Tara was mentioning tell us first of all tell us about confident teens
2: yeah sure well confident teens is all about helping teenagers to feel great about themselves um and i i help them do that by really building their confidence and resilience as you were talking about with tara i think there are so many different pressures on teenagers these days so they're juggling so much different schoolwork. they might have changing family lives ups and downs with their friend friendships and you know worrying about what they look like um and as you've touched on the sort of 20 four seven pressure of social media so what i do through my workshops is i really encourage them to believe in themselves and support them to work out for themselves how they're going to handle lots of different situations Um, so by bringing those things together these young people really can thrive then both at home and at school that's that sounds wonderful and i'm sure there's lots of parents out there going just give me the website give me the website quickly and why did you set it up Well, I've always loved people spotting, Lydia. And I noticed (laughs) how groomed so many teenage girls look these days. So their hair is straightened, their makeup looks as though it's been professionally applied, they're often very thin. And I thought, gosh, they're so preoccupied with how they look. And it really worried me that they were putting all this energy into their appearance. But what about other aspects of their life? So what about enjoying time with friends, spending time with families, their hobbies and schoolwork? Um, and I just thought about this a bit more, and I really thought our media culture really pushes the idea that appearance is the only thing that matters, you know, that's the only thing of value, and I felt that that was really feeding into girls and how they were being preoccupied with what they look like, and so I decided I just want to do something about it. So I set up Confident Teens to help girls realise really that they're smart, they're funny, they're capable, and most of all really to help them believe in themselves.
0: That's brilliant. What a great maxim, isn't it? Just believe- Believe in yourself and you know you you know it takes nothing to say that but it takes a lot
2: to get them to believe it absolutely and you've got to help them find the evidence for themselves so that they can then back that up back that belief up that's fantastic I'm sure you you get a lot of positive
0: feedback tell tell me is the demand for your courses from parents or from teens themselves, where does where does it come from? Yeah,
2: from both really. I mean, parents are worried about their children lacking confidence at school, maybe difficulties with friendship groups. As Tara talked about, peer pressure is a really big issue. Um, and then for the teenagers themselves, they're really worrying about their bodies, and that links back to social media, as we talked about at the beginning. And also for girls, speaking in public is an area that a lot of them find really difficult. So whether that, do you mean? On, oh, sorry, you were going to? Explain. Yeah, no, no, sure. Um, Um, Whether that's contributing class, so some of them just freeze when a teacher asks them a question, or even with a group of friends. So one of the sessions I focus specifically on speaking confidently um, and help the girls develop both the mindset and the skills so they can do that. And we do lots of practicing in the session. So they first practice speaking in front of just pairs and then in small groups and then in front of the whole group to really build up that confidence step by step. I, and I think everybody admires a confident speaker. I mean,
0: myself and my husband don't particularly like public speaking. So when we go and see assemblies or plays and, you know, if our children stand up there in conflict, like we're in awe. We're like, how? let's not even tell them that we'd be terrified to do the same thing. You know, so everybody wants their child to be able to stand up there and, you know, project their voice and speak.
2: Absolutely. And when you talk to teenage girls about what confidence means to them, often they define that as being able to speak confidently, be able to be comfortable talking to people that they don't know, or express their ideas in class, or even just give the answer to a question. Often girls know the answer, but they just feel too shy or too awkward to put their hands up. I'm so surprised that that's the case, that even in class, you know, that's... It's
0: it's terrible, isn't it, you know, that they do feel like that, that they, not even in your classroom where
2: you're with your buddies, you're with people that you've known for years that and i think that can often link back to body confidence as well because i think a lot of girls feel really awkward about their changing bodies so actually they don't want they feel very self-conscious about putting their hand up and therefore people looking at them because they might be so worried about what they look like or a spot they've got or whether their hair looks great that day so i think that can feed into it and i think that's a, that's an issue that teenage girls really struggle with god that's so astute of you to point that because i would never make those connections but i I
0: you know I'm, long past the teenage brain you know you forget how inhibited you can you can be and do you find that does it does it
2: work with most teenagers well every teenager every teenager is different um of course and they all um some girls actually body confidence isn't an issue for them that's not something that they worry about um whether it's the way that their parents have been speaking to them or um it's not not a key issue for them but maybe their relationships their friendships or how they're getting on with their family that can be um a challenge for them so one of the exercises as i do is we look at healthy and unhealthy behavior in a relationship so i help the girls distinguish between those two different patterns of relation sorry those two different patterns of behavior so they can then reflect on their own friendships for example and think oh hang on a minute do i feel great about myself when i'm with this person or not um and i think that's a really important question for them to ask themselves and do teens have to want to come to your workshop yeah it's always better if a teenage girl um feels as though it's something they want to participate in and when i give talks at assembly i really make a big point that this isn't about fixing them there's absolutely nothing wrong with them we all have ups and downs we all have moments when we doubt ourselves and they've just got an opportunity to take part in a workshop to boost their confidence learn some new skills find out what other girls think about things and um and I take a very supportive and gentle approach in the workshop, so I never put any of the girls on the, on the spot or ask them to share anything personal with them, uh, with me. So um, I take it very gently, gently that's fantastic tell us how what's the structure how, how long does a series how long does it take yeah of course um, well I run a series of after-school workshops called building resilience so there's six sessions in the program they run immediately after school so normally for an hour and a quarter and uh, we cover a different topic in each session so we look at confidence speaking confidently as I talked about then we look at setting goals body confidence relationships and then the last session we look at celebrating ourselves so really bringing it all together and really celebrating the uniqueness and the amazingness of these girls
0: that's awesome it sounds it sounds so great and and do school so you do it it's after school in a school that's right it? yeah and quite often do you get groups going from the same school
2: yes yes normally um i like to run it in fairly small groups so it's up to 15 girls because i think it's really important that i have some time to give them each some one-to-one coaching in the session as well yeah um and particularly when we're looking at things like speaking i don't want it to be intimidating for the girls so uh, so yeah i run programs in schools in hertfordshire and other counties as well um and
0: um how does it Can you give us examples of of how it works in action
2: yeah of course of course perhaps if i talk about um an example of one girl who took part in a program last term in the first session she was really quiet and reserved um she hardly said anything but i could see she was using the workbook in the session and really thinking about what her achievements have been and the kind of person that she is so bit by bit she increased her confidence she started contributing to the discussions we're having as a group and giving her opinion um and by the end of the sixth session so at the end of the program she was happy to come to the front of the group and share what her ideas are um and i think it's really important i get feedback from the students and i also get feedback from their parents and teachers and one teacher emailed me to say before this program and i'm quoting the teacher here before this program this student would not speak up at all but now she's much more confident at asserting herself when she wants help or wants to voice her opinion that's um you must be thrilled yeah when you i read was that. yeah i was really thrilled And I think for me, what's absolutely at the heart of this programme is helping the girls to understand themselves. So, because I think if we are equipped with self-awareness, that's really the first building block to help us all be more confident and resilient. Um, And the the feedback that I'm most proud to have received is from a year eight student who at the end of the programme, she wrote on her feedback form, I've learnt how to value myself and everything about me and um i was just so thrilled and so proud of her that she now had that understanding and the language really of understanding how important that was to value herself that's wonderful that's wonderful really great and that was tara what you said that was really
0: interesting and i I suppose i just hadn't hadn't thought of it you were saying all the peer pressure and everything to do with friends but then you were saying expectations from adults and teachers as well and i i forgot that of course they they want to they want to their friends like them but they want adults and and teachers to like them too so that kind of yes reinforcement what did you find that with your daughter when she when she went on the workshop
1: yes definitely definitely to have an an adult who's um really sort of confidently coaching and and advising in that way but as caroline says with the confidentiality it it, and you know it's really special for them it's someone to
0: listen and to talk to and uh really encouraging for them yes and i wonder like i wonder what it's like going back into the classroom feeling empowered like that after being in a workshop It, it must be it must be amazing for the girls
2: Yeah, I think um, something that they really get out of it as well. One girl said, you know, I now feel I'll give anything a go because we talk about failure and a lot of girls are really afraid of failure. But, you know, I encourage them to see that actually... uh, there's no no such thing as failure it's just an opportunity to learn and they're at school to learn and they mustn't be afraid of giving a a wrong answer they've just got to put themselves in a situation that they can show what they do know um and to learn so i think the girls really appreciate having a chance to explore different ideas and to get to know to understand themselves as well and have you got any tips for parents who are listening in with um with teens and
0: and how to get them to be more confident obviously your workshop is fantastic, and that's an external thing. But f- I mean, giving them tips
2: for, for them themselves to yes, enact of at home. Absolutely, yeah. There are a couple of tips that I'd like to share. Um, I think the first one is really helping children and teenagers realise all the talents and abilities they've got, and that that makes them unique so for example my favorite quotation is from oscar wilde which is be yourself everyone else is taken and in the workshop we discuss what this means and we also talk about the fact that there are seven billion people in the world but that young person is the only one in the world that who has that their own talents and abilities and personalities personality and that's pretty amazing really so i think parents can help their children recognize all the wonderful attributes they have and how that makes them special Um, i think the second tip that i'd like to share lydia is that i think it's really key to help young people be aware of their own thoughts on what they're saying to themselves about themselves so because after all if you think about it the voice in our head is the one we'll hear more than any other over our, vo- our over our lifetime so that's absolutely so important um, and i use this quote from gandhi which i think gives us a lot of insights gandhi says a person is but a product of her thoughts what she thinks she becomes so I ask the students to think about that voice inside their head and we explore, we talk about kind of how much better and more confident they'll feel if they're supportive and encouraging to themselves rather than being grumpy and critical and that's something I think parents can really help their their child and their teenager with primarily through role modelling for them so I think it's important parents don't run themselves down in front of their children or at all because if a parent runs themselves down that teaches the child that that's the normal way to talk to yourself so i think parents can role model seeing themselves in a positive light and help their child not to be self-critical um and so and really help the child so they can see themselves constructively and i think that is a is a kind of deep down way to help your child really have confidence and good self-esteem that's uh, that's that's really valuable so get in touch with your own thoughts
0: and um, and model, model, teach children to do that and model.
2: Yes, absolutely. Resilience depends, role and self esteem. Yeah, exactly.
0: That's excellent. Caroline, I hope you, I don't want to put you on the spot now, but we've just had a text in from a listener who's asked um, Do you see a difference between girls going to an all girls' schools and there's, and
2: those that are going to a mixed school in terms of confidence? I think that's an interesting question, Lydia. I think it very much depends on the individual girl. I think some girls thrive in an all-girl environment. I think some girls struggle with it. So I think it is down to the individual, really. I think the... um, the issue of speaking in class I think is probably less of an issue for girls at an all girls school rather than a mixed school Um, certainly the girls themselves feedback to me that um, the boys are always so quick to put their hands up i don't think the boys feel awkward about their bodies in the same way so i think the speaking in class i think there are differences but i think for other things like peer pressure perhaps that's a little bit worse at all girls schools than mixed schools it just varies and it very much depends on the individual girl and how she responds to the situation so it's individual by individual really Great. Caroline, thank you so much. And very importantly, how can parents get in touch with you um,
0: to find out more about your workshops?
2: Yes, certainly. Well, my website is confidentteens.co.uk. And as I said, I run an after-school programme of workshops on building resilience. So parents can get in touch with me about setting up a programme at their daughter's school. So my email address is caroline at confidentteens.co.uk. That's excellent, Caroline. Thanks and thanks so much for being with us. And Tara, thanks a million for
0: sharing your thoughts. I'm sure there's a lots of parents out there who could really um relate to what you were saying. I, I've I've learned a lot. I'm a few steps behind you. I've got five and seven year olds, so it's great hearing people who've got children a little bit older. So I'm, okay, I've got to be prepared for that, you know. <laughs> Thank you. Thanks a million for joining us on the parent show. Thanks, Lydia. Thank you. Welcome back to the parents show on Radio Verlum 92.6 FM and tonight we're talking all about confidence self-esteem in children and teenagers. We just um, heard uh, Caroline Walker talking to us about her organisation Confident Teens and now we're going to speak to Lucy Atherton I hope um, who's joining us from Standing Tall. How are you Lucy? I'm
3: fine thanks Lydia. Thanks for having me on the programme.
0: It's our pleasure. So tell us a bit about Standing Tall. How does it work?
3: Well we we do a similar sort of area to the area that Caroline was talking about but we, we mainly work in schools and we go into schools and we go in as part of the school day um, and we run workshops for children, can be as small as, as 10 up to possibly even 100 if we're doing a lecture um, and we often deal with transition so we deal with confidence as well but it's points in, in children's lives where they're having to deal with change and that can often cause a crisis of confidence. So we're looking at areas like if they're moving from junior to senior school, if they are about to take exams or if they've just taken exams and they're decompressing afterwards, if they're going for interviews, for instance, for university or for college or even for jobs. Any challenging situation like that, even something quite small like for instance, being advised out to dinner, that can be a huge thing for a teenager. That's a, a transition moment when they're moving into adulthood. So the, these are the sorts of things that we focus on and we help to develop their confidence and we help them to address their nerves, um, face their fears, and, um, and and give them the energy and the positivity to be dealing with these situations.
0: I've seen some great photos on your website of girls walking down catwalks <laughs> looking very confident.
3: Yes. That's something that that we specialize in. What we do is we make our workshops as fun as they can possibly be because we feel that, that children don't learn unless they're enjoying themselves and they don't learn unless they're happy. So we, we find that we arrive at schools and often they're pretty terrified when we turn up because they've been told you're doing a workshop, it's all about confidence, you might have to talk and there might be a catwalk and so they're all cowering in a corner. And so we come in and we say, look, you know, actually we're quite scared too because look at you, all. you're, you're all cowering too and, you know, this is something that everybody has to deal with. And, and so let's all focus on there, let's talk about why we feel this way and let's learn how to deal with it. And the catwalk thing, is particularly good because often you get the most quiet the most shy child who doesn't want to take part in this by the end of it absolutely loving it and it's all about you know we all experience this you walk into a room and you think what are people thinking of me you know what do they think about what i'm wearing what do they think about my hair um you know that gosh they must think i look terrible and actually in reality those people aren't thinking that at all they're thinking about themselves and how they appear and how they look they're not thinking about you and so the catwalk thing is focusing on that and it's focusing on you thinking about your positive aspects you're thinking about i look amazing actually this dress looks really good on me and everyone must think i look really good so that's how we work it in but it's done in a very safe environment our instructors um one of them is a trained psychotherapist and she makes sure that uh, children are feeling very safe, that they're not dealing with any issues that they might feel that they don't want to um, express. There's, there's no judgment. It's all done in an atmosphere of, of boosting their positivity and, and effectively boosting their confidence.
0: That's wonderful. And and confidence is at the heart of what Standing Tall does, I, I gather. And I get I gather from the name, or I assume from the name, it's about good posture too.
3: It is. Um, our, one of our other um, instructors, she actually trained as a dancer and she did a lot of choreography. And uh, and she teaches a lot about body language and about posture um, and and how you project, how you present yourself. And that's a very key part of it. And there is this thing I, I don't like the phrase um, "fake it to make it," but but there's an element of this that actually, if you if you really start to believe in yourself, it will happen. So if you start from the basis of, okay, I'm not feeling very confident, but I will stand up very tall and I will have open body gestures, my body language will be positive, I'm looking somebody in the eye, I'm standing close to them, you know, doing all the things that you're supposed to do. And that will effectively feed into or feed into your confidence. And so that's what how we approach it. to to give them that sense that, yes, you can do this, You, you can achieve this, let's just practice it for a bit, and then the more you practice it, the more effectively it's going to work for you.
0: And why do you think self-esteem is so important? Why have you zoned on you zoned in on confidence and self-esteem in particular? Why is it so important uh, so, today? The question
3: it is, <laughs> it's just something that affects every single aspect of your life, and I would completely concur with what Caroline was saying. It's so important. What I would emphasize is it's not just for girls, of course, it is for boys, and we do teach boys as well. And you have some boys who have some pretty crushing confidence problems too. They also feel judged by their peers. They also have the pressures of social media, and so it's something that, that absolutely affects everything and as i was saying before you know children don't learn if they're not happy um you know there's all sorts of reasons why they have to be feeling good about themselves and i would add to what caroline was saying about you you need to, to boost a child's confidence but i think you have to be realistic about it you you can't give false praise you know there's a lot of talk at the moment about you know just endlessly saying oh gosh you're really good you know, you're really good at that doesn't work it, it's focusing on something that they've done you know i liked the way you did that or when you did that that was very impressive but at the same time recognizing that sometimes they will fail and actually failure isn't really a bad thing and you do learn from failure i mean we, we talk about entrepreneurs who like richard branson who before he had virgin had lots of businesses which he tried and didn't work but he built on that and it becomes very character building and you know what i'd also say is is You know, as a parent, um, as parents will be listening, um, as we all know, be consistent, set your boundaries, but, you know, don't be a helicopter parent, make sure that, you know, you're letting them explore themselves, letting them learn about themselves. Um, at
0: the same time. I, I heard a great um, phrase from Ros Wilson. She's um, the, the founder of The Big Right recently. And she was saying, if they're laughing, they're listening. If they're listening, they're learning. And I just, I thought that was brilliant. And it's really stayed with me. Yeah. And I think it's along the lines of what you were saying.
3: Yes, absolutely. And it's, it's also exploring who they are. And our feeling is that, you know, you do need to allow children the space to do that. But at the same time, you need to step in if you think things are serious, you know, to become serious. We talked before about social media and the pressures that that has brought and that also has brought cyberbullying, which has become a real issue. And so if you suspect that your child is being bullied, we would always say that's the point at which you do need to go into school. You do need to to be talking to your child constantly. Um, And also, one thing I would emphasise, that the most important thing for children particularly teenagers, but even possibly starting from age 6, is friendship. If you talk to your child and they come home from school, the thing that matters to them is who they've spoken to, who's spoken to them, who likes me, who doesn't like me. And if they've had a day when they've fallen out with a friend or if they felt that somebody didn't like them or that they felt left out of something, then the chances are they won't be able to tell you anything about what they've done in their school day because that's their big emphasis. So with us, it's, it's helping them to... to to engage with others we do team building exercises as well which is fantastic particularly if we're going to a school where it's a new year group and they don't know each other so that really helps um them to work together as a team going to understand each other and going back to understanding that everybody feels vulnerable everybody feels nervous everybody feels anxious and and you just have to um to, to to deal with that and you just have to be focusing on your own thoughts and not on other people's negative thoughts
0: and tell me, do you, do you think that children can learn to be confident? Do you think it's, or it's a case that you simply are or you're not? Is, is it something you can acquire? You, you said you have to fake it to make it, obviously, but you, you don't agree with that completely. But is there somewhere, can children learn to go from zero? confident
3: absolutely we really believe that they can and that's something that we do every day in our workshops it's you know it's our stock and trade and this is from primary school children all the way up to graduate so you absolutely can learn to be confident but the younger that, that you can teach them the better because our negative thoughts can start to creep in and, and if you allow those negative thoughts to take over it, that becomes a pattern and it can be dealt with at any age and also you have adults who have that and we do help adults as well we go into businesses uh, and we help to deal with people who are doing presentations who may feel that have no confidence in public speaking and it really is something it's, it's all about breaking old habits it's about it's about developing new productive habits um, and and shaking that negative thinking and, and boosting your self-esteem
0: fantastic lucy thank you so much it's really really valuable and really adds to what we've heard from caroline and tara thanks a million for joining us on the parent show this evening you. all the best thank you the parent show is sponsored by neve solicitors neve solicitors are proud to sponsor the parent show the friendly team at neves includes specialists who can guide you through all the legal ups and downs of family life visit NeveSolicitors.co.uk. Neve Solicitors, your complete legal
3: solution.
4: Radio Verilum Community Partners. If you're pregnant or in the early stages of parenthood, NCT St. Albans and District Branch is there to support you through the first thousand days. It's where local parents-to-be and new parents meet others and make strong, supportive friendships. You might be interested in antenatal or postnatal courses, or fancy bagging a few bargains at our famous nearly new sales. Maybe you just want to meet others like yourself for coffee and a friendly chat, or attend one of our many events. For more information, please email stalbans at nct.org.uk. That's stalbans at nct.org.uk. Or call 0300-330-0700. This year is NCT's 60th anniversary, so come and join in on the celebrations. For more on Radio Verilum's Community Partners Scheme, go to radioverilum.com forward slash community partners.
0: Welcome back to the Parents Show on Radio Verlam 92.6 FM. Tonight's show is all about confidence, confidence building, resilience, self-esteem, and how to get your child or teenager just to feel a lot better in their own skin, I suppose. Now, our next guest is Kelly Al, and she's from Relax Kids, which is um, a Hertfordshire-based organization. Kelly, how are you? I'm well, thank you. Thank you for having me on the show. Thanks for joining us. The line is great. Lovely and crisp. (laughs) (laughs) Listen, tell us about Relax Kids. How does it work?
5: Sure, yeah, well, Relax Kids is, um, I didn't say it's a national organisation, but it's actually worldwide now. We've got over a 1,000 coaches across the world. Um, But it started here in the UK um, uh, in Oxfordshire um, by a lady called Moneta Vegas. And essentially it is... um, they are classes run over a six-week course, but people can, you know, courses can be rebooked. And it's um, a seven-step process, a unique seven-step process, taking children from high energy uh, through a series of steps, progressively bringing them down to a low energy state. And within that, we, um, we look at confidence, boosting your self-esteem, as well as relaxation. Essentially, we're teaching children the aim is to teach them life skills, really, to help them become more calm and confident throughout life.
0: And tell us what kind of um, by life skills you mean resilience, self-esteem, confidence
5: Yeah, uh, re- and relaxation skills management of your um, stress levels, uh, anxiety um, how to relax enough to go to sleep, you know, they experience taking themselves in, a fun, we, in fun ways, they get their, ener- their energies up at a high level through playing and games and <clears throat> dancing and things at the beginning and then we take mindful moments and they get a sense of what um, their body feels like when um, it's under stress albeit a front level of stress and then we get them to think about um, when they feel angry and things and similar kind of feelings and hearts pumping, the breath the breath is short you know, um, tingling sensations in the body and we try and get them to say well if you're feeling like that when you feel when you feel angry you know, you can then follow on with these steps to calm yourself down as we go through. And do you class. feel
0: Because you particularly work with primary school children, isn't that right? Do you find that they can understand those, I know that sounds so silly, but those kind of relaxation skills?
5: Oh, yeah, well, it's all done through, well, for the younger ones, it's done through magical adventure. For the sort of age group, um, upper key stage two age, you're looking at uh, chill skills, which is far more discursive, but... Yeah, absolutely. Our children embrace those far more easily than adults.
0: <laughs> <laughs> really? Oh, yeah. That's so funny. I'm just thinking of my seven-year-old, because sometimes I just kind of go, okay, just breathe,
5: just yeah, breathe. breathe. Oh, well, there's and- lots of different ways to breathe. We do that in fun ways. We use props. Um, you know, they almost don't know that they're necessarily learning a new breathing technique, but obviously we talk about it afterwards, and then they get, ah, I can use that if I'm feeling worried or angry. Or That's fantastic. Yeah. And
0: do you find Do you find that they by the end of your course they're able to kind of put that relaxation like kind of realize their own behavior and put that into practice themselves Mm,
5: very very quickly again obviously it depends on the age of the children but you've got parents and teachers (laughs) report that um uh, that the children are teaching them that's brilliant i mean that's the best way of learning isn't it you know when they start teaching you absolutely you know it's gone in so and they teach their peers Yeah, their friends. If they, if they not potty, you know, if they come a to a private class, they might then go and show their friends when their friends are getting stressed or worried or upset. What a lovely outcome! And that's yeah, a, that's a it that's is incredible. Fantastic. And when I did, um, uh, chill skills for pre sats, uh, actually last year this was when I just ran a, an initial kind of three week trial. They it, it, there was three weeks, and they the reports, you know, that I got back from the kids things the way they were just managing themselves particular issues i'd sort of been um the teachers had raised so both at home and at school but they were they were themselves telling me that they were able to better manage didn't get so angry or you know or worked up yeah felt more confident about going into the tests and you know just and i didn't you know after that they just they have just given me this. That's, one, <laughs> so, that's
0: wonderful feedback. I love the name Chill Skills. Yeah, that's Chills, really Yeah, Chill Skills kind good. of a course
5: within the relaxed Kids. That, for the kids. So, yeah, the kids thing,
0: that's quite cool. <laughs> oh, yeah, that, I could imagine <laughs> them hanging on to that phrase yeah. really, really well. And do you find there's a difference in how you approach children in different children?
5: Do you mean as individuals or age groups?
0: Um, different age groups. Like, oh, yes.
5: Yeah, we do... Um, well, I did mention that we do... For the younger ones, it's more magical adventures. It's very, very experiential for them, and it's fun. Um, it's got to be fun. I mean, I think someone mentioned that before, didn't they? You know, if children, or you did, if children are having fun, they're learning. That's essentially. it. So that's it. And in addition to that, if they're having fun, they're also willing to take on. Their brain is in a state where they are willing to absorb more, um, to feel good about themselves. You feel good. If you're having fun, you feel good. You're more willing to see the more positive aspects of yourself. So when we come when we come down through our seven steps and we get to the part that's kind of affirming good things about ourselves and other people, well, children are brilliant at this anyway. But even even those that struggle to say good things about themselves find it find it easier once they get into the. You know a couple of weeks of understanding the routine and just enjoying themselves
0: and being a more positive frame of yeah, mind yeah absolutely
5: we we know that in ourselves and that's yeah that is that is a fact isn't it And we learn about i mean i have got a neuroscience background but we do teach them anyway throughout that kids does teach children about how their brain you know very simple things about their brain we use puppets to describe describe how how their brains responding to stress and and how relaxation simple breathing techniques or muscle relaxation techniques that they've learned can interrupt you know the um brain patterns so that they can they can calm themselves we call it calm their that's frightened, <laughs> for example so, and then they have access to their wise owl which is you know the higher level processing areas of your brain so then you can you can make, be more creative and come up with ideas and make more decisions and be a better problem solver. And once they know they have that ownership, they have that sense of control within, within their actual body, within their brain, that gives them more confidence that they can actually manage their their sort of emotions and better.
0: That's wonderful. I want to do it. I yeah. don't, think I, don't <laughs> oh, yeah. think I know those well, bits about my brain. Um,
5: <laughs> lots of my other colleagues do run relaxed kids classes for parents. I've, I mean, I've worked a lot once, uh, with families directly, so have taught parents um, with the children so that they then do it at home. But equally, people run classes for the parents just to. Um, so it's a very, it's a very sort of realistic way for people to become relaxed because we are mostly at a high energy level state, aren't we? With all the millions of things going on, especially as parents, and coming down through seven steps to relaxation. It's a process, and you you just can't necessarily walk in and relax straight away, can you? So um, it works, basically. absolutely.
0: And and it's interesting. Um, all our our guests this evening there is there there are many common threads. Yes, and um, But you know. but one of them is is modelling. You know, I mean, you're you're yeah. you're ta- yep. you're all mentioning how important it is for parents to model. Absolutely. And and. I, I I think parents forget that you oh, know you're I so think they busy.
5: They say calm down to the child, but what are the you know? And they want their kids to calm down, but then they say, well, you know, what is what, what is your kind of relaxation technique? Or that might be sitting in front of the TV, and I say, well, you know, if, perhaps if you could do something on your own, you don't necessarily have to do it with your children, but if you start doing something to help your your own yourself relax or boost your own confidence, that's another. Thing. Parents are oh, my child, so anxious. But then I'm like that, and you think, well, yeah. you know, yeah, I, I, you can help children for sure. You can help give them the skills, but the more the parents can sort of help work on themselves, um, it'll it'll feed onto the child by osmosis anyway.
0: Absolutely, um, I mean, children pick up on absolutely everything. Watching the whole don't
5: time, Watch, they're all eyes and ears, aren't they? Even though they're not always aware of it themselves. So they're absorbing it
0: completely that's mm. wonderful kelly thanks so much for sharing your thoughts and and your the information about relaxed kids and if people want to get in touch how do they
5: well they could contact uh, me personally obviously i'm in um, east hearts but there's a couple of us so we can sort of cover harfordshire so and my email would be um is it okay if i spell it out
2: absolutely
5: kelly k-e-l-l-i-e-r which is a-h-l at gmail.com um, my mobile number.
0: If you're okay. happy to give
5: it I'm out, 0797-431-4385. Or I'm on Facebook. Um, Relax Kids Hartford's on Facebook. So, but actually, if you went to relaxkids.com website, if there's people listening from further afield than me, then you can find coaches in your. Other kids coaches in your area. Fantastic. Type in your postcode.
0: Thank you, Kelly. It's all on our Facebook page now oh, as well. The parents super. show. So, yeah. so if anybody is um, watching, the, uh, listening to this on a podcast or, or on repeat, you can just go to our Facebook page, and all the contacts are there. we Will still be there. Kelly, thanks a million Thank for you. joining us on the parents best show. No, thanks for having me. All the best. Thank you. Bye. Bye. Now we're just coming to the end of the parents show this evening uh, on our discussion about confidence and teens and children i want to go back to the founder and director of confident teens caroline walker who's still in the studio i managed to keep her and uh, caroline i just wanted to just get a last few thoughts from you we we asked uh, lucy can children become more confident can they go from not confident to confident
2: thanks lydia yeah i think they absolutely can because i think it's about learning the skills and the mindset and To help them really be aware of different choices that they're making. Um, And I think the other thing is it's just really important for young people to have an opportunity to realise that what they're feeling is normal and to give them a chance to talk about these issues and to see that other young people are feeling the same and dealing with the same pressures. Um, So yeah, absolutely I believe confidence is something that young people can learn and could be supported and encouraged to to do that both through organisations that um, you've talked to this evening and through support from their parents. Fantastic. And and you also feel that parents and modelling is a is a is a critical thing. Absolutely. And I think um for children to see their parents operating in a way that's positive. So the parents are saying positive things about themselves. They're not running themselves down. And for those parents really to role model those habits will help those children develop those habits themselves, which then they'll have for life. As Kelly talked about life skills, that's absolutely crucial. Brilliant. It was
0: wonderful to have you on, Caroline. And Tara, thanks a million for being in the studio. To Lucy, thanks to Lucy Atherton from Standing Tall and Kelly Al from Relax Kids. Good evening, and thanks for listening to The Parent Show. Thank you. Thanks, Lydia.
3: Neves Solicitors are proud to sponsor The Parent Show. The friendly team at Neves includes specialists
0: who can guide you through all the legal ups and downs of family life. Visit nevesolicitors.co.uk. Neves Solicitors, your complete legal solution.